Hi, I'm George. I'm Dan. I'm Rick. And And we are Queer Magnolias, the podcast. Each episode, we're going to talk about what it was like growing up gay in the South. The trials and the tribulations. The joy and the struggle. And more importantly, how we became who we are today. Oh, honey, queer and fabulous. So come on in, y'all, and get comfortable, Shug. Kick off your shoes and sit a spell. And at the end of each episode, we're going to meet up out on the front porch for my favorite part of the podcast... Happy Hour! So join us for an all-you-can-eat buffet of cutting up, foolishness, and caranol, always served with a heaping helping of sass. And that's a Queer Magnolia's Guarantee! Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today for this glorious occasion. This is Queer Magnolia's, and today we are talking about weddings and funerals. Before I turn it over to the boys, though, I just want to let you know where you can find us. Look for us everywhere you find your podcasts. And if this is your first time joining us, please subscribe so you never miss the cocktail of the week. All right, guys, take it away. Yay! Yay. Thanks, Thank, Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. Good morning, y'all. Good, Good morning. morning. Oh, Welcome back. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, today. Okay. Nobody does weddings and funerals quite like the South. And I mean, nobody, nobody. child. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about some weddings and yes. some and some, some death, shall we? <laughs> the great Southern tradition. <laughs> exactly. And for me, it, both appeared in church. Both weddings and funerals were almost always done in church. Occasionally at the funeral home for someone who was... You know, a sinner and didn't go to church. <laughs> no, she but didn't. the rest of it, right? <laughs> Calling them out right now. She also didn't get married in white. <laughs> <laughs> My mama used to say, mm, white. She ought to be wearing purple. <laughs> Everybody knows where she's been. Your mama used to say a lot of things, honey. <laughs> she did. She did. She'd say, look at her, Snook. honey. She's <laughs> Snooks. <laughs> She'd say, oh, honey, she's got her cherry, but it's just pushed so far back. She uses it as a tail light. <laughs> what a t-shirt that says that. We should make a t-shirt. That All that. of the things that used to be said as the bride was walking down the aisle in white again. Again. <laughs> For the seventh time right? in four no. years. It's a self-rejuvenating virginity. <laughs> it's new with each husband. Touched for the very first time. Why you don't know, it won't hurt anything. Usually. <laughs> so it's funny that you say that, Dan, because I cannot think of a single funeral that I ever went to in my life that was in a church. Really? Oh, God. They were all in funeral homes well, y'all were or sinners. graveside. Oh, honey, all y'all were sinners in y'all family. <laughs> I think every funeral I went to was always in church, except for the last probably 10 years or so. And then they've all been uh, a funeral home. Yeah. But oh, my, I remember my uh, grandfather's uh, funeral uh, on my mother's side. Um, that was in a church, but they did something called viewing at the home first. Oh, yes, honey. Oh, about? my God. I was ruined. I was like, I'll never walk back in this house again. He's dead in the living room by the piano that they tried to give to me. I was like, what? They were trying to put you in there with me. <laughs> it was crazy. Now, so that's a funny thing for me. I never went to a viewing in a home. Ever. Mm. So the viewing was almost always at the funeral home, but the funeral was always at the church. But I knew people who had viewings, and my dad sold life insurance for a while. And there was an African-American man 
who had died, and his request was that he wanted his head to be turned to the side, and he wanted the casket put by the door so he could see each person as they passed. No, man. No, no, man. No. I swear it's the truth. Did they prop him up, too, so he could be like, oh, no, they just, you know, they had the lid open, and they had his head turned. And his and eyes, his eyes like, stapled open. Yes. Oh so he God, could say goodbye. No, no, yeah. no, no, so, no. Yeah. But he's Southern, honey. This is the things we do. Mm. Well, I have no problem with like the viewing in the home. I mean, that's something I'm completely familiar with. But that, <laughs> that right there, <laughs> that's where we draw the line. That is taking it to another place. <laughs> so you guys had viewings in the home as well? I've certainly been to those. Um, right. My immediate family, no, the viewing was in the funeral home, you know. Oh, okay. And the most memorable funeral that for me is um, one that I flew back home for after living here for a while. And I remember getting to the funeral home and walking in with my dad and my stepmother and my little brother. And um, one of the grievers there was just out of control. Like she was just wailing in that little room, you know, the one that's kind right. of outside the, the vestibule. Yes, ma'am. Oh. The vestibule. <laughs> and like, it was the oh, epitome of wailing and gnashing and like uh, your teeth and tearing oh, out your hair. Like she was, she flip tables. I, girl, it, it was everything <laughs> but. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I remember walking into, um, into the actual funeral home and going down to the front where the, um, the widow was and like paying my respects and saying to her, like, so what's going on out there? And she was like, I know. You would think that she ha- it was her that had lost her husband. Oh, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, the shade. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, as a kid, I would always uh, want to know why they had so much makeup on. Because I would never seen my grandfather wear makeup before. And he looked made up. And I'm like, what is going on? And mom's pulling me away from the, the casting. <laughs> well, dragging me I mean, how many times have you been to a viewing where somebody will whisper, oh, she sure do favor herself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or don't she look natural? No, they don't look natural. <laughs> However, one one unique thing about my dad was um, he later in life had a lot, dealt with a lot of pain, and when he was displayed, um, he looked very at peace, which I found to be unusual because I don't usually find most people look very peaceful in a coffin. Oh, that's nice. Or a casket. Aww. You know, it's great. <laughs> Well, you know what's always interesting to me is that no one really dies, using air quotes here. No one dies. They pass away or they pass cross up. over. Uh-huh. Or, or the, over. my favorite is, oh, they're going home. <laughs> Get right, church. Let's go home. <laughs> Which is sort of funny because until I was grown, I never heard any of those phrases. It was always, he's dead. Really? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I... I Especially on my mom's side, they were very mad at our fact. They're like, oh, yep, he's dead. Next, was that at the, was that at the wedding too? Well, <laughs> it depends on how old the husband was. I think that's interesting because you know, having knowing that you grew up so much in church, that yes. they didn't use more euphemisms for nope. death. No, it was very straightforward. So and so died. Okay. And it's like, wow. so I think the first time I heard someone say they made uh, someone had made their transition, I was like. To what? (laughs) (laughs) Means such a different thing these days now. Yes, nowadays it's very, very different. Oh, but you know, songs. What about uh, the old church songs? The old rugged cross, Uh uh, Amazing Grace. Do it, do it, do it. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved us so. 
like me. Yes, oh, hit that note, God. honey. I worked that song at church, honey, one way and other way. I love it. I Thank love you. it. It's taking me to heaven, honey. So it's now I- available on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was shot free, right? Right, there. that right. I'll sing <laughs> after the shot later. <laughs> you, we were talking earlier. You said uh, a lot of your um, weddings were also inside a church. Yes. I've been to both, inside and outside. I feel like hmm. the South loves to do shit outside. Oh, yes. Under the big magnolia tree. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we all, we were always in church for weddings. So, and but there's certainly at, at, when I was growing up, there was no such thing as a destination wedding. No. Which I still, right? have, no. I, I still think, I still think that's the biggest cop out. You just don't know how to whittle down the list until <laughs> your aunt and uncle, they can't come. So you make it in Belize where you know they're too cheap to go to. Honey, in my day, a destination wedding was driving to, driving to Tarboro. <laughs> <laughs> of this tradition of burying a whiskey bottle or a bourbon bottle upside down in the ground for weddings. So I had family members that used to do that shit. I, I like, hope it wasn't full. <laughs> of course it was full. Oh, I was like, silly. I hope you mark the spot because I'm coming back later. <laughs> so I have never heard of that, but let me ask you this. Does that solidify the wedding? Or does it solidify like, <laughs> the relationship to make it last? It, it, it's supposed to be and good did luck. it work? It's supposed to be oh, no, it didn't work. <laughs> Probably because it was dug up three hours later. But right. uh, but it, it was the weirdest tradition I think I've ever seen in my life. That But it's supposed to be good luck. Well, so we talk about people having weddings outside in the South. I know that's such a huge tradition, a la, you know, obviously. Right. Um, big magnolia trees, the whole nine yep. yards. So right. I have this one aunt and uncle that had this really incredibly beautiful backyard and they spent so much time in it and it's like got the cute little picket fence and the arbor with the rose and it's it is picture perfect so of course many of my cousins have been married there all right because it's so perfect it's so beautiful especially in the summertime so the problem is every one of those uh, marriages actually ended in divorce so there was a point where my aunt and uncle were like nope the garden's shut no more weddings (laughs) that's it closed for business thank you so much See you next year. <laughs> but I do have one question, though. Were there mason jars everywhere? There have to be Girl, mason the jars. The bottle yeah, trees, the whole thing. <laughs> I love it. It's every southern wedding. Yes, there's a mason jar somewhere. Weddings and funerals at churches typically meant there was also no alcohol because the church I went to was a, a very big teetotaler mm-hmm. type of church. But there was one fellow, and it, his dad was not uh the funeral was not at my home church, but at one close by. So his dad had run off with the woman down the road and started a whole new family. And he knew who his dad was, but he was raised by somebody else completely who'd basically taken him in. So when his biological father passed away, he got to the church early and parked next to the door and opened a trunk of the car where he had a full bar. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And ice. He's my new favorite. Yes. And by the time the other guests started arriving, he was already three sheets to the wind. And so they were like, well, don't you want to come in? And he's like, hell no. The son of a bitch didn't know me when he was alive. I don't give a shit about him. I'm only here to celebrate the fact he's gone. I love it so much. I just don't think that's going to happen in New York and Chicago. Now, see. But rural North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. 
I love a trunk bar. <laughs> I have one now. Was that the official start of the tailgate party? Is that right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so it's funny because you know weddings and funerals mean so much, but I I find that there I have so much funeral material. Mr. Charlie Wilson had cancer, and he'd always said. Oh, I don't care when I die. You know, when I go, it's just going to be natural and all this stuff. But the closer he got to death, the more he backpedaled on uh-huh. that. So he took, uh, he was in the hospital and Miss Rose came down and they went across the street. Cotton Funeral Home is right across the street from the hospital. Very convenient. You can just ferry him back and forth. So he took Miss Rose over there and they were looking at caskets and he said to her, um, could you lay down in that one so I'll know what I look no. like? <laughs> Needless to say, Miss Rose left. <laughs> you know, and that's something else to say about South um, and death and funerals is there's this seems to be this preoccupation, especially with my, my grandparents' generation, with making sure that they have bought their plot, yes. bought yes. their headstone, bought, paid for it's all in advance, and which is nice because it's something that the kids don't have to worry about. But it was this obsession, yep. and I always and you know we would go out to the to the cemetery and there would be their names. <laughs> On a headstone, and they're I totally alive. Have, I have a headstone with my name See? on it. My mother is already taking care of it. And I'm like, what if I don't want to uh, be buried here? And she's like, why wouldn't you be? And I'm like, okay, we can have this conversation another day. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's prepared in case you go first. I mean, we might help her yeah, out. But it is really weird Isn't to it? walk into a graveyard and yeah. see your name on a headstone. Yes, tombstone. And like, I took a photo of it. I have it somewhere. I'll try and dig it up. <laughs> we have a family graveyard on uh, my grandfather's land uh, that they, well, after he died, they sold the land and sort of split it up. And uh, this new family that's not even related to us came in to buy the property and they wouldn't actually do anything with the graveyard. They left it in their front yard. They built a house around it and a uh-uh. driveway and, and everything. And it's gated off in their front yard. So it's our own family graveyard uh-huh. from like 300 years ago yes. uh, sitting in somebody else's front yard. I'm like, well, it's got to be weird to just walk up there and visit the thing and you're walking up somebody's driveway. I mean, I couldn't do that. I, well, I feel like the South has a very special relationship with death. You know, yeah, like yeah. it's kind of like it's it's so woven into the fabric of everybody's lives because well, we're we, all going one day. We are. I think my family has one of those too, like one of those super, super old uh, graveyards that, you know, back when people just got buried where, wherever the hell. And, you know, ours is like in the middle of what is now a giant sweet potato field. So. <laughs> but, you know, and they farm all the way around it. And it's like the little, there's a couple of little cedar trees and like a little fence and some gravestones. And you got to walk through the sweet potato field to get out and go visit them. Of my relatives, the the earliest ones were buried in a particular cemetery like that, a family cemetery. And the the entire farm was sold. And the People that bought the farm plowed it up. Oh, no. Which is actually illegal. Of course. But Mm -hmm. the thing is, you know, the reason they had to sell the farm is they didn't have any money. So who are you going to sue? You don't have anyone. You have no money to sue with. But, you know, it's... um, But the South is usually pretty good about keeping their cemeteries. They're revered. Yeah. And the great thing is you can find so many of them online now. The entire cemetery will be listed out as to who's planted where. I don't know if y'all know this, but the big mall in Wilson was Parkwood Mall, which is now defunct like most malls. But there is a cemetery in the middle of the parking lot of Belks in Parkwood. <laughs> I did not know yes. that. I've been there. <laughs> oh, I've been there wow. many times. Yep. Wow. 
I have to find a photo of that. That's why <laughs> like they just put the parking lot right around it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I have a wedding story. Yes, bring it. So when I was young, maybe 10 or 11, my cousin had gotten married. And um, so uh, they were looking for somebody to be the ring bearer. And I wanted to do it and thought they were going to ask me. And then my other cousin's father had recently passed away. And even though he was younger, they asked him to do it because they felt sorry for him. And I was all mad. And when he's walking down the aisle, uh, you know, carrying the rings and stuff, I'm sitting stuck in my feet. like, ah! And her mom's like, I'm going to take you out of this church. <laughs> Snatch a knot in you. Right. He wanted to wear those velvet knee britches. Of course. Like, yeah, bright pastel blue. <laughs> so oh. It's always pastel blue. Oh, my gosh. I have a picture of I was dressed up to go to my cousin's wedding. And it's like, oh, it is so horrible. Who wants a pastel blue suit? Three-piece suit. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was horrible. Oh, well, yeah, I've seen some uh, old wedding photos uh, every time I go back home. And, yeah, it's the blue with a big lapel. Uh-huh. Ooh, or oh, seersucker. Seersucker is, uh, is I would like big. that. No, I yeah, love seersucker. seersucker. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't matter which color either. I like all of them. Maybe we should do a wedding photo <laughs> since I'm always the bridesmaid. <laughs> Matron of honor at oh. this point in life. I'm going to call mother the bride. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? I've been uh, a bridesmaid in the last five fucking weddings I've been to. I was like, no, I don't want to do weddings anymore. Come on, people. I'm sensitive pattern. <laughs> Always a bridesmaid. I mean. So the bitch is getting old. Just That's the only wedding she's ever going to get. Just that letter B in it. That's it. Right. Mm-mm-mm. The old girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I have one fun funeral story. Uh, it's about a casket climber. Oh, I'm already in love. Uh, all right. So <laughs> they, the they actually exist. So I was probably about 10 years old when I went to my mom's uh, cousin's funeral. And she... Oh, I have to set up a picture. She was in the casket, but honestly, her beehive was extended beyond <laughs> the back of the casket. And I do not jest. She was definitely Marge Simpson, except it wasn't blue. And so everybody had gone by, and it was time to close the lid when one of her daughters takes off from the front row, runs to the casket. Full tilt. Full tilt. <laughs> climbs up there, grabs her mom, and starts dragging her out of no. the hall. Oh, no. my yes. God. Yes. Please tell me that's on video somewhere. No. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> it would definitely be trending. Trust me. But it's actually a term called a coffin climber yes. or a casket climber. And it's like, oh, my goodness. And my mom, she just put her hand on my leg, and she said, honey, just... They're going to have their minute now. We're just going to sit here and watch. <laughs> so pass the popcorn. <laughs> let's, yes. make a pact, let's make a pact right here, right now. If any one of us ever passes away, moves on, or goes home, transitions. <laughs> the other two have to be casket climbers. I absolutely. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Pinky swear. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you know what? It doesn't matter if it's a wedding or a funeral. There's one thing that's always synonymous with either. Food. Oh, yes. True. Oh, Absolutely. my God. There's 
food everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And for those of you who may not be Southern, it is very, very important to understand what you do with your dishes when you go to a wedding or a funeral. Before you put whatever it is in the dish. Into that casserole dish. That's right. You turn the casserole upside down. You put a piece of masking tape and you write your name (laughs) on it. Then you flip it back over and you put whatever needs to go in the casserole in there. That way, when they're finished with the food, they can return your dish to you. And they can send you a proper thank Thank you you note note. and thank you for the dish you actually brought. Precisely. That's how it works. That's it. Uh, Have you guys ever heard of uh, Kate Campbell? I think she's out of Nashville. She's uh, a... No. No. Oh, sorry, Kate. Uh, She's got this really great song. We'll have to pull it up and listen to it. It's called Funeral Food. And if I remember (laughs) the lyrics, something like, um, we've got cakes, we got pies. We're eating good when somebody dies or something like that. I was like, oh my God, it's so good. (laughs) I love it. George turned me on to a fabulous book titled... Being dead is no excuse. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's about funeral food. It's the southern guys are throwing the hosting the perfect funeral. <gasps> I need this book. Yes. All right. And their follow-up book was hosting the perfect southern wedding. So, there you go. There you go. Well, it would this episode would not be complete if we didn't talk about blush and bashful. Well. <laughs> <laughs> is this about wine? <laughs> No. <laughs> My colors are blushed Bush and, and bashful. Her colors are pink <laughs> and pink. <laughs> oh, one of the greatest movies of all time. Absolutely. Now you know where we got our name from. And, you know, it's it's weddings and funerals in that movie. And that's right. That's it. That's, that's exactly it. what it is. The same character's wedding and funeral, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Don't give it away. And sh- I, I Spoiler could quote, alert. I, <laughs> I could quote almost every single line in that movie. You know and it. you do. Mm, quite often. often. <laughs> you are too twisted for color TV. <laughs> it's funny. I asked Rick earlier, um, which character in Still Magnolias would his mom be? So what was oh. your answer? Oh, uh, without a doubt, Malin. Oh. She is Malin straight up and down. That's a good Right one. down to the football helmet. <laughs> yeah. What about you, George? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm going to guess Anel. It's, uh, it's, it's probably pretty close. I feel like, yeah. I can't talk about it. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> and that was my mom. Clary. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. My mom used to always have all these snarky things to say at Uh funerals. And she'd say, oh, my Lord, he's so fat, I'm not sure they're going to be able to close the (laughs) car from the lid. (laughs) Or, ooh, honey, mm, it's going to take a piano box to bury her. No. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I love your mom so much. (laughs) Instead of six pallbearers, there's going to be 12. No. Nobody wants to hurt their back. Your mama was the epitome if you don't have something nice to say, come sit next to me. Oh, yeah. She used to sit next to fat women and tell dirty jokes to watch them wiggle and jiggle. Daddy would say, oh, Lord, here comes that funeral man. He's the last man that'll ever let you down. What? 
He'll let you down into the ground. Oh, oh Lord. No, are you? No, are you? <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to lower my expectations Girl. for my audience. I think you can just bury it right there. <laughs> or he'd say, oh, my God, the funeral director's got a layaway plan just for you. <laughs> I think I like your mom's humor more than your dad's. <laughs> Daddy was trying. That's right. Dad jokes. That's it. That's it. Dad jokes. No, dead dad jokes. That's right. Oh. Who was Miss Dolly in your family? Oh, my Truly. godmother. No, yeah, my godmother for sure. That hair was teased straight up to <laughs> Jesus seven days a week, honey. Never out of place. I have a cousin who was straight up Truvy. Yeah. All the way down to the salon. Oh, oh all right. Yeah. yeah, my Evelyn had a fish market. Not quite the same. <laughs> Not quite the same. <laughs> Not quite, but similar. She, she had that hair too, though. She did. She did. And it, it was always done. Always. And she was... She was genuinely kind. She was very much like Truby. Guys, mm-hmm. yes. do you know what time it is? <gasps> I can't I, only imagine. <laughs> I think it's time. I for for so. a casket climber? <laughs> 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 only if it's outside on the front porch. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have our viewing on the front porch. Y'all come back and join us in just a second. All right. See you in a minute. Well, welcome to the front porch, y'all. Ooh, it's warm out today. It is warm. So, well, and today our drink is a shotgun wedding. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's creamy goodness poured all over a cherry. Cheers. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like a taillight to me. Well, this push far back. Cheers. Damn, I'm good. Ooh, damn. Wow. It went everywhere. <laughs> If you dump it all over the place, it don't belong in your face. <laughs> That's not the first time we heard you scream that out. She ain't lying. <laughs> she said that before. <laughs> Lord, I hadn't had a cherry in a while. This one's pretty darn tasty. <laughs> oh, there I'm not going to touch that one. I literally. <laughs> well, I licked it before I ate it. <laughs> That was delicious, Sam. As most mornings. Pretty good. Jacob, you, well, I guess you mm-hmm. did enjoy yours. It was fabulous. You managed to lick the bottom of your shark glass. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a talented tongue. Well, praise the Lord. Well, mm-hmm. Now I'm all sticky. <laughs> sticky. Exactly. <laughs> like a New Orleans bordello. Oh, well. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Jacob? Today we are talking about family picnics. Oh, more food. All right. Food, food, food. That's it. I love it. Well, there is, I mean, you cannot have the South without food. Like, literally, it is, for me, it is the region of the country with the best food. I agree. And, you know, I'm just going to tease our little food episode coming up in a few episodes down the line here. I'm very excited for that one. So, stick with us. The last episode of the season, honey. So did y'all go on picnics with your time? Because yes. we did not. Like from us eating outside, it was like you know there's pig pickings, <laughs> pig pickings, pig pickings. Oh my god, I have and family reunions. But we didn't go sit on the ground with a picnic mm-hmm. blanket. We didn't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. We did the ground. We did uh, one thing that my dad used to love to do was uh, there's a picnic table like a turnoff on the side of the road with a picnic table sitting out by the woods, and they would just get in a car on a sunny afternoon and go drive up to this place, pull off the side of the road. People are passing by in cars. <laughs> <laughs> and 
were sitting on the fucking side of the freeway having a fucking picnic. It was kind of awesome, though. I do remember. I Girl, that's called a it. truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, honey. He's from no. rural North Carolina where they had a, a stray picnic table along the freeway. I mean. So, <laughs> now, so that's, a, that's a sort of a cute thing. So in the 60s and 70s and maybe before that, uh, the North Carolina Department of Transportation actually installed uh, picnic tables, usually concrete, in off of freeways and off of main roads, so people could actually pull over and eat. I guess they didn't have McDonald's drive-throughs. <laughs> well, they did, but it Parties. was it, right, <laughs> right. Party Bojangles. <laughs> well, Bojangles is now, but uh, but no, it was to encourage people who were driving through the state to stop and enjoy, enjoy the scenic beauty of the freeway. That we don't have freeways. Right. Highway, <laughs> yes, highway, yes, the that's highway. it. The Highway Three Hundred One. Oh, right. They say, "Oh, we're going over there to the highway today." <laughs> highway Fifty Two. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I've thought about it. And I guess... We, oh, now you think I have thought about it. I see. It's coming back. It is. And I guess the only time we did have picnics, since you said picnic table, was when we'd go on, like, family vacations and go camping. Because, you know, then there's always the campgrounds that have the picnic tables. And, we, you know, you cook out on the grills and then you eat at the picnic table. So that was what we would do. And I remember once, and I was probably, like, third grade... And we had dri- we it was those family vacations where you get up at like before the sun comes up so you can drive to White mm-hmm. Lake or wherever yeah. it is we're going. Right. And and camp out for a week. Um Oh, I bet that was pretty. Wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And then we got there and it was like really, really hot. And I remember drinking so much cherry Kool-Aid and getting up from the table and then just throwing up <laughs> pink everywhere. <laughs> Shocker. She's Shock. throwing up pink. <laughs> I think there was glitter in it. It was, it was both blush and bashful at the same yes, time. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, poor thing. You brought up pig pickings. We did quite a few of those oh, yes. when I was young as well. Those were always like the big neighborhood blowout party. Everybody would come to the pig picking. And for you, if you don't know what a pig picking is, um, girl, you're going to dig a hole in your backyard and you're going to get a whole hog and you're gonna put you're gonna put it in that hole with hot coals and you're gonna cover it up and it's gonna cook all day long all day long and then in the meantime you've got uh music or uh even the uh, if your cousins play banjos get into deliverance honey <laughs> well mount airy uh, hello that's right <laughs> <laughs> they have turtle stews up there honey that's just not right <laughs> no uh-uh that's not right that's nasty it's nasty but you had them. I had Don't never lie. Had, I've never yeah. had turtle stew. You are lying. The truth God, is, God as in. God is my witness. I have never had turtle God stew. God has never been your witness. Trust well, me. True. <laughs> so back to the pig picking, right? <laughs> and not the turtle plucking. <laughs> what about you, Dan? You are active. You must have gone to pig pickings. Nope. Really? No. Actually, pig pickings sort of came along a little after. I mean, somebody would kill a hog yeah. uh, and bring it to church or whatever. But it, pig picking is not so much. My mother what, also. What are they buried in a church? No, no, no church. I oh no! Understand. Oh, see, is you people official. No, you people dig a hole in this. What's wrong right? with you? Well, no, right there on the altar, honey. So you, you people talking about digging a hole in the backyard? We want that for. The, uh, the, How the hell else are you gonna make? The it? smoker came on wheels behind the pickup truck. What's wrong with y'all? Oh, I didn't know you were like that. Right? No, well, they called up Bill Ellis. He bought his right. trailer, the whole trailer, right. on the eighteen wheeler. Yes, ma'am. So what? Well, it's so my mom had so many 
lovely issues. She didn't like, she wanted to know where her food came from. So we did, we did picnics as like on family vacations and stuff sure. where it was a controlled environment. But my mother did not eat, like to eat food from other people's kitchen unless she'd seen the kitchen in advance because oh, she, if they weren't perfectly clean, she wasn't going to she touch She must it. have been no fun at the reunion when everybody's <laughs> no, throwing well, down their Watergate salad. <laughs> so there, that's the truth. So the church would have once a year uh, a homecoming, homecoming. And, mm-hmm. and Lord, the food that was brought, it was so magnificent. My mother made a spread just like every other woman in the church, and she only ate her food. Ate her own. She would not eat somebody else's. Me, on the other hand, oh, mama don't make chicken and pastry. I want some of that, and I want some of this over here, and some of this over here. Oh, yeah, it was all about, let me try something else. Mama's like, oh, this this meatloaf I made is real good. <laughs> I think your mama was the kind of woman that, for a picnic, she would put out little Debbie snack cakes still in the in the wrapper. That way they're sanitary. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, look, the lamps in the home I grew up in had the plastic on them until they got a new lamp shade. She never took the plastic off because she said the cigarette smoke and the dust was easier to get off the plastic than it was off the lampshade. Well, she went wrong so about she that. She went wrong, but, you know, you knew it was time for a new lampshade when the plastic started crumbling and it was crinkling. <laughs> did she also keep the couch covered in plastic? No, she was not Joan Crawford. My grandmother did that on my father's side. I had a great aunt that did it, for sure. And it was crazy. It was like uh, sticky. In the summertime, it was always (laughs) sticky and crinkly. Well, that means you got to sit on it. This was was like the front room where nobody ever went in. This was the, her front room as well, and I go in there from time to time. She had this old timey radio that I used to love oh. to listen to. It was all AM stations. I don't remember what was on it, but it was fun. For so, do you remember any of the radio stations from when you were growing up? Mm-mm, I don't. I'm sure you do. I do. Twelve seventy Wispy W I S P Kinston, North Carolina. They had the best soul music on earth, and now Wispy is a Christian station out of. I think Maryland or somewhere. Nobody wants to hear that. But I like <laughs> I liked Wispy twelve seventy AM, honey. We didn't even have an FM back then. So Well they did. We just didn't. <laughs> Casey well, Kasem is what I remember growing up. Oh yeah. Oh well. And she was a hundred then. So oh, I mean I think we've ventured way off of the topic. We, we have. have. So, 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 right. so I think I think we should have Maybe next season during the summer we should have a picnic and record it. So we should we should have our own family. Well, picnic. we're not having a pig picking because nobody's got a backyard. Well, <laughs> we could empty the swimming pool and put the pig in there, hon. You know, oh, don't tempt me. I don't know where we get a whole hog. Rick sitting right here. <laughs> okay. All right. Whoopsie. I remember I was I'm within striking distance. With the shade. <laughs> the right. shotgun wedding was pretty damn good. I, mean, I think I'm ready. To get married again well <laughs> on that note as my aunt lucy would say my ice cubes are dry darn it <laughs> so perhaps we should mosey into the house and make another That's come right. on let's it, do it it's a little hot out here anyway i it's mean it's insane. getting warmer <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all thanks for dropping in absolutely see you next time bye bye, bye. 
Queer Magnolians is a weekly podcast hosted by Rick Clifton, Danny White, and George Skinner, and produced by yours truly, Jacob McGinnis. You can find us everywhere you find your podcasts, so please take a few minutes to leave a rating or review. We definitely look forward to hearing from you. If this is your first time joining us, please subscribe to receive the next episode automatically. Thank you for following us on Twitter at Queer Magnolias and on Instagram at Queer Magnolias Podcast, or email us at Queer Magnolias Podcast at gmail.com.